Welcome to Dueling Monkey Podcast. This is your host, Steve. And I'm your co-monkey, Tom. Trevor's out because he is dealing with family crap. Yeah, way jumped... to go, Trevor. I know. That monkey jumped on the bed and fell off, so. <laughs> well, first we want to start by thanking everybody that's already listened to the podcast so far, and we've gotten a little bit of reviews on it, and we appreciate all that. Um, we're taking it all to heart and trying to spit out something that you guys like so and gals like so keep letting us know and we'll keep doing what we can and thank you for your support yes very very much appreciated so today so, we're sorry no no go for it go for it today we were we're gonna go off on a topic today but oh uh trevor has to fall off the bed so we're going to do a change of pace because he had some stories to share and we're going to do a change of pace since it's just me and old Tom today. Um, Tom, you, you're the one that came up with the topic here. You want to explain it a little bit? Yeah. So we were going to do haunted stories and now since uh, Steve and I are both dads, we were going to talk about daycare and dealing with like, social crap dealing with being a dad and how it's weird like you can't really show affection in in front of people because then you're the creepy dad and stuff but yeah but because i've had i've already had stuff dealing with that too and the scary stories about what can happen to your kid that you don't think of until you have one yeah it's kind of weird what's out there you know you just you never worry about a kid until you have your own. So it's, yeah, well, when you hear random the, things like you said just pop up. So yeah, well, you hear all the stories. Of, oh, they had a child sex ring in down here, and you're like, holy crap, that's like maybe an hour away from me, and they just barely found this. Like, then how do you trust people with your kid with daycare? And it's so damn expensive to boot. Because I th- I think we pay like two fifty a week for one kid. That's a lot. I know some I mean, of them get pretty pricey too. Some of them were running up a grand or more a month. Yeah, I mean my, ours is cheap, but like it's really nice too because they enrich rich um, our kid. Like they're already having her do um, like crayon drawings, playing with paint, doing pet play-doh doing sculpture like it's crazy i didn't even think that you would be doing that at that age kind of sounds like a, a preschool a little yeah, bit well, it's, it's basically what they run but as daycare like they do so many building things and like you can see it in her head like you can see the wheels grinding when she figures stuff out and like oh no you're thinking about something that that's when the bad comes out Oh, I think it's I think it's hilarious when you're like, "Holy crap, where the hell did that come from?" <laughs> yeah, and then they start saying stuff you don't want them to. No, I haven't got to that point. That that's all you, that's all in your boathouse, not mine. Yeah, so so kind of everybody knows Tom's a newer parent. I'm a little more little more seasoned. Yeah, you so, you got season times two. Yeah, season times two. Now, don't take me as like a I'm a pro parent here, but. <laughs> I've learned a few things on the way, so 
I honestly, I don't think there's such thing as a pro parent because there is always something to learn. Yeah, it's always like evolving. Mm-hmm. Well, every kid's different. Like, I would hate to have like all just cookie cutter kids and you're like, oh, this is just what you do. This is the standard. Okay, this is how you take care of it. This age and this month. Okay, do this. <laughs> it's like fun. It's fun watching kids grow up. Like my son, just he says whatever. The other day, he he comes out of the bathroom. He's just so excited. He did. He didn't say this with any negativity either. He just comes out and goes, "Dad, you know what? You could probably lose some weight." And I, I just like, what the crap? Yeah, I probably can't. Thank you. And he's like, well, I just thought it would be helpful that you would probably know that. <laughs> so, I mean, just out of the blue, he's just saying these things and it's just hilarious. Just just hearing him. I think old Tom quit out on me. My back? Yeah. And uh, it's it's got to be the, the phone when it goes black. And you have to probably keep it on then. <laughs> That's okay. I'll just keep, I'll, yeah, I'll keep tapping it. The, did, you, did you hear the story I just shared? Yeah, I heard, I heard you. You just didn't hear me. Uh, <laughs> didn't hear but, the laugh, the laughing or whatever? Oh, I, I heard all of it, man. So, yeah, he, he just says whatever. He, he No ill intention on it, but just flat out says it. And I was like... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, I've like you and I have probably said some pretty stuff when we were a kid too. Like I remember getting my, giving my dad crap for smoking, and then it's like you know you're gonna die. You need to stop smoking. <laughs> and he did. He did for me. Oh, that's cool. Granted, he started smoking when I started smoking, but <laughs> <laughs> but I quit before I had my kid, and he he just really quit again. Because he had, he had a scare, so um, he quit. I'm proud of him. It's been a little over a month, so yeah, I'm super proud of my dad for that. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. No, no, like that. You're right. Like your your kid, like they're brutally honest, and you're like, but you're right. But oh, thank you very much. <laughs> uh -huh. Keep up that honest, honest, not honest. I promise, I'm not gonna cry. I'm working on it, and as you have a candy bar in your mouth, you're like, oh, okay, can't finish that one. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll start right after this bar. Yeah. <laughs> so my youngest loves everything to do with my oldest, mm -hmm. and he, half the time, it just gets annoyed. To the point he's like, she's picking on me, she's not leaving me alone, and other times they're just like the best, best of friends, but Oh yeah, well that that'll be their entire life. That I yeah. remember that with me and my brother. It was always like the stop touching me, stop touching me, stop touching me. And then we both get in trouble. We're like, yeah, we pissed off the mom and dad. <laughs> so my 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 son, he's big into Spider Man, and now my daughter's getting big into Spider Man. That's one of the words she can say, and she still loves her Minnie Mouse and all that, but. Yeah, brother sees Spider Man. Daughter loves Spider Man. Yeah, we got her. We went and tried to give her a choice of drinks. One of those ones that I might have talked about this. I feel like, but 
Um, that has like the topper on top. Yeah. And she sees the princesses and looks over and sees Spider-Man and goes, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. <laughs> I was like, okay, you can have the Spider-Man. And she just grabs it and waves it. So excited. And that that's okay. So my my daughter, she loves um, Batman. Batman, Harley Quinn. Well, she kind of gets into Harley Quinn. She loves Venom. Oh, my son hates Venom. I know. I remember wearing that shirt over here like, ah! <laughs> she, loved, she loves skulls. She loves cocoa melon. And any sort of reptile or anything that resembles a dinosaur, it's always... <sighs> yeah. My, my daughter, anytime she sees anything, dinosaur, bear... Rawr. Mm-hmm. I think I love it. It's like funny. I remember, I remember when, when, like us growing up, the big one was uh, Jurassic Park. Uh huh. And my nieces and nephew were always, oh, I want to watch Rar 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 Rar. <laughs> so I'm like, eh, might as well continue the tradition. And my son wanted to watch it, and I was like, no, it'll scare you. I won't get scared. I promise. And I. <laughs> And they're like, I showed you already, and you ran away. You didn't want to see the big dinosaurs. Well, well can I watch the Lego version? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can watch the Lego version. Well, that's funny. <laughs> um, ever since, like, I was holding her, she, we were watching Jurassic Park, and she was just enthralled. My kid, like, I, I love her because she is not afraid of anything. This kid is a daredevil, but it doesn't help being her dad and have the thick thick bones and all that stuff and ever since i can remember we've been like running around and jumping on the bed with her in my arms and she (laughs) loves that adrenaline rush so i'm kind of screwed on that one you're gonna have to up the ante every year she gets older i know and i thought about that after i did it so i'm like oh i made a mistake but i love it I started too big too soon. Now <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. she's gonna be skateboarding, jumping out of planes, and all that other fun stuff. Dad, let me tell you what I did. I don't want to mm. know. It's gonna scare me, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just I feel glad like, to know honestly, you're safe. Like, and you didn't take me with you. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, listen to free falling as she's jumping out of an airplane. Yeah, you know I looked into that doing the the tandem. I'm too uh, heavy. I have to pay double for a he- a heavier parachute. Uh-huh. I really, I've, really, I've thought about it before, and once you exceed a certain weight limit, they start just tacking it on. Yeah, they're like, really? Come on, guys. Yeah, it's. Okay, we got normal size, and we need can slow down an elephant size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got what was it, Dumbo from the that Operation Dumbo? Oh, with the big yeah, the huge parachute in the basket. Yeah, the ar- army army one. Yeah, that's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember oh. one time I went to go get a haircut. So just the things. Like kids say, it's funny. I was at a, was out getting my hair cut, and I was just sitting there. And a teacher I knew from school, I never had him, but 
I recognize him, you know, just at being at the school. He comes in with his little boy and he sits down and they sit across from me and he looks at his dad and they sat re- next to this rather lar- really large dude. And mm-hmm. he looks at him and goes, dad, look at that guy. He's so fat. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's what scares me about having kids. I know I'm going to have the kid that says everything. <laughs> Just, I was like, Shh, we don't say that out loud, okay? <laughs> yeah, that, that's my worry too because you, you know, you know my mouth. Yeah, and, and like everyone's like, it's weird because if I'm talking to my wife, I have like really bad road rage when I'm yelling at people. When I'm alone, not so much. That you know of? No, like I like I like thought of it, and like unless somebody does something really stupid. That's when I yell at them. But after that, but when my kids are like, every, when I'm making fun of somebody, my kid's going to repeat that. And like, well, might as well get them to get really good zingers in there. I started telling him because that's, I sound, I sound the same unless there's somebody in the car. I don't say much, but no. Yeah. My, my son in there, I'm like, ready to curse somebody out. I was like, dang, Highlander. Casey, mm-hmm. hey boy, tell him dang Highlander. That dang Highlander. What you, Dad? He just tried to run me off the road. Dang Highlander. <laughs> yeah. So just pinpoint the car and say dang car. <laughs> yeah. I, I told told my wife, I'm like, you know what? Sorry, random topic. I'm thinking driving and since I've been in a motorcycle and a car crash. Which is dumb because 20, almost 20 years of driving, and then I finally get in accident one year after the other, which is ridiculous. Both of them, people hit me. Uh. Um, but I was thinking, like, I'm, I totally want to take my kid out on the motorcycle. She is way too damn young, but when she's like six or seven, I want to take her. But I know you I should. out of it. And I told my wife this. She's like, you ain't taking her. Like, okay, I'm not taking her. (laughs) But what if I get the little seat? She can sit on the side. Nah. No, it's honestly, if there was nobody else on the road, it would be no problem. The the fact is that there's so many people out there right now that don't pay attention. Even that thought of, like, like, us getting hit. And her, something happened to her, I would never forgive myself. Yeah. It'd be one of those, oh, yeah. though, you'd have to go really early or really late. Yeah. And but I'd even go that, they're in bed, out, so. <laughs> yeah, out in the backwood. But, I mean, sometimes that's the worst because people aren't paying attention because I'm not used to anybody being on the road, so I'm not going to stop at this stop sign. Yeah. Just, just blaze through it. Oh, yeah. There's one. In a heartbeat, man. Yeah, I've, yeah. There's there's some spots I know they need to throw up some uh, four way stops there. My wife got in an accident because they have this this giant tree that's in the way. Mm-hmm. So she pulled out because she couldn't she couldn't see that way very well. So she pulled out. Okay, didn't see anybody. So she went to go, and that just out of the blue, bam! There's a car there, and she hit the car and. And come to find out the lead at work, his his wife works right there. And she's like, there's wrecks there all the time. 
all the time. They're like, they just need to put a roundabout out there or a four-way stop. They need to get that one side to slow down if there's that many wrecks. Yeah, but they get they, that they big tree out of the way or something, but they won't because honestly, there's no money in it. But like that, my car one was a hit and run, and the only reason that we got him was because he left his bumper and license plate behind. Oh, genius! Yeah. <laughs> oh man, some people, huh? Oh, I I know, but I mean that's another here and there. I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure they're everywhere. Yeah, especially when you don't have an insurance. Have insurance, it's easier to drive off and hope you don't get caught. But oh yeah, there's cameras all over the place now. Listening to like um, true crime podcasts, they've got cameras everywhere. Like the whole world, like the whole world's being watched. They can almost figure out who you are wherever you're at. Oh yeah, well I mean, and. Like, speaking of dad things, like, my my fear with, like, my kid being older was that whole, I, I forgot where their names were, but the, the stupid camper couple, they still have no idea what happened, like, truly happened, where they got in a fight and he, like, buried her in Yellowstone or oh, something. Oh, down in southern, was it southern Utah? I, I don't know, but they caught like Moab, it. and they were from Wash, Washington? I don't know, I just, I just remember that the, the the guy driving past caught him um, basically dumping the body on it because he forgot to switch off his cam. Oh, that I'm thinking a difference. Is it a different story? That's the one where they, 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 uh, yeah, it was in, I think it was Moab. The police officer actually pulled him over and was talking to the lady in the passenger seat, wondering why she was crying. Yeah, that I'm pretty sure that's the same one they basically fought. Now they have a a movie about it. Oh yeah, they're from back east. That's what it was. Yeah, they're from back east. And, and he like, dumped. Yeah, body they can't find her, him. and he's not saying anything. And isn't didn't he? Didn't he? I think he committed suicide or some something. Yeah, that, or so I was just gonna say, I think he died or killed. Yeah, killed himself or something. But yeah, well, they're also thinking that the dad killed him too. Like, mom and dad aren't saying i didn't hear that part but yeah mom and dad aren't saying anything either yeah well i mean mo- most of all my stuff about that comes from my wife and she she goes into it and like I, I try and remember more but there's just so much in the day so i'm but i'm not 100 percent sure what she said but i want to say that they that they had speculation that the dad and the mom had something to do with the boy's death instead of him going to jail or stuff so and I also heard that he slipped the country and he's in a di- he's in like uh, Cuba or something like that. Well, apparently they found his body, so I don't know. Uh, okay, that theory's out the window then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I don't know. I mean, there's so many things and like what actually happened versus what what the media is telling you. I mean, there's always three sides: their side, your side, and the truth. Yeah, uh, that's. That's where you worry, but that's where you gotta. You know you can't watch over your kids all the time, but I guess make sure they have good friends growing up and. Yeah, well, I mean, sure that's they my... know how to choose the right crowd and stuff. So. Yeah, but I mean, did you choose the right crowd? I mean, you're friends with me and Trevor, so. Well. <sighs> I feel like I did when I was. 
when I was young. Yeah, I feel like I chose the right friends. They shaped me who I am. And granted, you know, the older I got, I had a bunch of friends and ended up my like my the things I ended up liking in life ended up changing. So I ended up in high school morphing from one group of friends to another group of friends. And it's not like we never, you know, be kit. We're not friends anymore. It's just, you know, you just end up moving on. Like you make friends in life and you end up going and following a different path and yeah, they follow another path. And it's just, you can still be friendly and stuff. You just end up making new friends and friends move on. But yeah, they shape me who I am. That's the thing. That's not, yeah, I'm going to regret that. But no, that's that's another thing too. When people are like, oh, do you regret anything? Well, no, because like I wouldn't be the person I am without all of that crap happening to me and those life lessons and all that stuff. Like, I would still be this way. Like, I would still be conceited. I would still be this. And I would still be possessive, jealous, all this. Until you do those life lessons. Like, oh, I don't want to be like this anymore. Yeah, I feel like helping your kids. Like, so I've never had any friends that try to get me into, you know, something addictive or do something bad or, you know, something I shouldn't. I always feel like I had friends that encouraged me for who I was at the point in life I was at. And I mean, that's, what, that's what a friend needs to be, is that they're there to encourage and help you be better and not to yeah. be a downer. Yeah, but I mean, people are people. I mean, in, in the long run, most people are out to get whatever benefits them. Yeah. And like, I don't know how many times I've been screwed over by a friend and like, wow, Really? Like, yeah, yeah. This, this, this is just what I wanted out of our friendship. Thanks. Okay, thanks, yeah. bro. Yeah, but I mean, I, you, and I have definitely had two different crowds. I mean, like, yeah, uh, you grew up and not in the social norm of the church growing up. Yeah, and I did. So Trevor, the same, but yeah. Well, it just it came with a lot of. More of, well, if you're not going to do this, you might as well go over in here. And like, oh, well, and the weird thing is, even when I was a kid, I'm like, oh, I know what drugs are. These are the ones I want to try. Yeah. So I go out and try them. I mean, it's it's dangerous as all hell, but like that. Yeah, I, I never, I never, I'm not going to say I ever wanted the desire to try them because I always felt like I like to stay in control of myself and I can I've seen what they do to people because they like lose control of themselves so like you you drink too much you can't think for yourself or you yeah, get but... on some other drug and you abuse it then you can't think for yourself I hate the fact to know that I can't think for myself right there's a lot of people that don't want to think that and that's the point because well I have no control over my life I have like that this is coming at me this is coming at me this is coming at me i need an escape and that's mm-hmm. what, what a lot of times it is and that's what mostly i ever dealt with with people in that that area but like i never did anything hard because like oh like i wanted to try acid but one hit can screw you up depending on what it is 
and like what they have out now that like the fentanyl that is scary that is like I'm not sure I know much about it but I imagine as everything in our life morphs and gets bigger and stronger so do those things so yeah from what I've heard and understand about it it can be 20 it's like 20 times stronger than heroin and can kill you in the first dose wow like and it, it's it's got like somewhere between like in like seventy five to ninety percent mortality rate if you take it. Yeah, that's something you don't. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I guess that, unless that you're thing... not wanting to live anymore, it's not something that you'd want to do. But... Well, and there was a a case just a little bit ago that a guy like it was smuggled in with regular pills, and he took it, uh, took one of his medicines, and it came out to be a fentanyl pill. Um, supposedly but don't go to that pharmacy huh well i don't know if it was a pharmacy or if he like tried to get it off the street i'm not 100 percent sure on that one uh-huh. but either way it was all sketchy but he thought he was buying something and he got a fentanyl pill and it killed him like he wasn't even trying and that's the scary thing is because that's what our kids are going into like uh-huh. our our growing up was scary. We had enough wars and violence and shootings and all that stuff when we were growing up. And I mean, still now, yeah, like it hasn't slowed down at all. Back when we were younger, we could go out and play in the neighborhood and not worrying about being abducted by somebody. And well, honestly, we should, still should have been. It just wasn't more as prevalent as it is now. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, well, we've talked about this before, but just, like, looking at the the sexual predator uh, map where you live, and holy crap, it's scary. It's, it's mm-hmm. like uh, a leopard. Yeah, everywhere is. Yeah, near, I mean, and I'm near a school and a park, and you, you, I thought they had to be a certain part away from that stuff, so I don't know. Oh, near a school in a park. I just figured out where you live. That's fine. You're in Logan, right? <laughs> no, I'm in Brigham. It's two different things. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it is scary. I know we we I mentioned it to you before, but don't think it's been published. Is uh like my son, my wife took him to the doctor appointment one time and they stopped at a a gas station and went in to go get a get a treat because my son had a good a good checkup but oh, i was for his for the dentist so he had yeah. a good checkup and my wife's like hey let's go get you a treat you done really good brushing your teeth and all that so he stopped there and got a treat and uh he's standing up on the sidewalk and my wife's putting in the daughter in her car seat and he's just up there you know you know my son he his imagination, his imagination gets going, and he's like, "Oh, look at this!" and gets all excited, drinking his drink, and yeah, he's enjoying life. Yeah, and uh, there's a man across the way just eyeballing my son and my wife. She's like, "I just you know had a feeling to look up," so she looked up and saw this dude staring at my son. Well, saw this dude staring. She looks over and realizes, "Oh, he's staring at my son." So she just starts yelling at him like get over here now come here and, and the guys i guess kind of perks up and she sees him perk up and looks up come here now you need to come here now quick so he's like okay okay mom and just kind of 
nonchalantly walks over, like he doesn't know. Yeah, well, and this God. man, he he gets all alerted and stuff, and he instantly was like, "Crap, I've been found out." Jumps in his car and hops off. My wife's like, "I never felt so awful about a person in my life." And I was yeah. like, "You need to call the you know call the police, report it, try to get it as much information off that vehicle he's driving as you can." She's like, "I did, I did, I called and told him." They're sending, you know, an officer out to patrol the area now to see if they can find him. But yeah, well, and like, I'm not saying that was wrong or anything to do, but you know, devil advocate, people are like, well, well, he just looking, maybe he was just like enjoying the fact that your kid was enjoying life. But like, you have to, sometimes you have to assume the worst and stuff, especially when you have that gut feeling. Well, yeah, you never, you never underestimate a mom's intuition. Well, yeah, and then like, like mama, mama knows best for the kids. She, I feel, I feel like they know better for the kid than the dad does. Like they I don't just, know. they can just sense something. Like they're my wife can sense stuff about my kids better than I can. I feel like that's what the you know the mom's intuition is. But she just looked up and just got a sinking bad feeling, and that's when she's like, "Get over here." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're animals in the very basis, so trust your di- your instincts. So mm-hmm. we have. Them. I feel like you know, moms have them a little better since they're a little closer to to the kids. But I don't know. I feel like it's hit and miss like that. I know, like supposedly us dads have a better reaction time. Like we can, like if a kid's falling, usually we have the better catch. But I don't know. Like, I, th- I think it all just depends on the situation. I think both people can have it, but. Mama senses it and data reacts. There you go. Um, But, th- like, so the weird one was with our daughter, like, like, it, it's more family members than anything, but what is it with people putting babies' feet in their mouth? I, <laughs> I've not seen that. Really? Because, like, my family, like, basically made out with my fucking kid's feet. Sorry. With my kid's feet. (laughs) And it was was the weirdest thing. I don't know. Foot fetish or what? I don't know. But it was like, it was kind of like, what the... Okay. Okay. Go on with your bad self. I won't say anything. I promise. Like, uh... Like, we're definitely washing those. I'm like, and you have no idea where those feet have been. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The dogs walk like, in the backyard and walk all over the floor, and she walks all over the floor barefoot. And Yeah, and but I'm like, and I have no idea what's been on my shoes work, going to our work, so. Wait. And working at yeah. a, a, meat, a meat plant. <laughs> yeah, with all that blood on the ground, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea the blood. What animal feet. is that coming from? <laughs> what isn't it coming from, honestly? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, I, like I've told my wife, it's like I'm. I feel bad for my son, and she's like, "Well, why?" And like, the way society's going these days, and you know, it might offend somebody, but my son, being a white male, he's gonna grow up a white man. And people are going to hate him just because of that. And I was like, he's not done anything to anybody. He loves everybody. He might take a minute to warm up to you, but he loves everybody. 
and he's one of the friendliest kids you've ever met. But him growing up in today's society, people are going to be like, oh, he's terrible. He's white and he's a man. He's terrible. Well, honestly, that that's going to be with anybody. I mean, you have, you have a, a black black son or a Native American son. Sorry, uh, African-American, not black. My bad. Um, in any race, Asian, like any of that, there's going to be somebody out, out there that hates him. And like that, and I just figure every everybody's racist at a certain point, whether you try to or not. You're like, oh, oh. Are, are you admitting bad. to something? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I've I've had racist remarks because I've dealt with somebody that I didn't like, and like there, in goes, my our, there box, goes our listeners. Well, that's fine. I, I'm going <laughs> to tell them the going to tell them the truth and lie to them. <laughs> but like. Like, it, for instance, I had an altercation with a um, Mexican male guy, and he was a stereotypical douchebag from, like, barely spoke English, all, all the stereotypes. But then I've worked with amazing guys that have come over from Mex- Mexico, and they're the sweetest guys ever. They're a little nuts, but they're but who awesome. Isn't? But who isn't? Yeah, but, like, so... Well, like at a certain point, I still feel like I was racist at that point, but I don't feel like I'm a racist. Yeah. But so saying like, that everybody, everybody ha- might have a thought here and there, but it's how you act on it. Yeah, but like that, and but you have all these people that just because you are this way, I hate you. There, there's too much hate in this world. Mm-hmm. But I agree. But like, and like you said, being white, like we're going to be hated. But the thing is from, I thought like people could be racist towards white people, but supposedly since we're the majority, we, they can't be racist towards us, which I I feel like is a hype. It's a double um, standard. Like you can too. But I get it too. Like that. I don't like white people either. You hate everybody. Yeah, I do hate everybody, but that, that's why I feel like I'm not a racist because I'm trying to be equal opportunity hate. <laughs> you hate everyone. Yeah. Well, to me, it's just you you should go in with the best intentions of like, you know, whoever you're meeting, regardless of where they come from, is they're a good person. They need to prove to you otherwise that they're bad. Like the yeah, whole mine's the opposite. Till proven guilty, but you're, you're guilty till proven innocent, buddy. Yeah. And didn't did you remember when we first met? I had my scowl on until I started liking you. What scowl? You always have that scowl. Yeah, but I have a worse scowl. But it doesn't <laughs> help when you when you're when you're screaming down the hall my name. Bomb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can hear it three or four buildings away. Like, oh my God, Steve! <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was waiting for one time. Shut up. <laughs> no, that's not fun. You got to egg it on. That's <laughs> yeah, funny. I miss those days. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, yeah, we all hmm. moving on to different shifts and different times. And old Trevor, he his all changes, I think, more than anybody's. Yeah. Well, it's what's good when you start shining and get good at your job. Yeah, then 
They do like yes. you, me and lock you in the hoof room, and you never get to see the light of day anymore until it's break time. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I'm going on seven years night night shift. So I haven't seen like really hung out with you guys, especially except for special occasions. Yeah, which is one of my son's favorite days. Just FYI. I am. Yeah. Why? Com- because we chase, chase him around the comic book store. Yeah, he goes, Dad. Wh- which one is Trevor? Is he the one that wears black and rode with us in the truck? And I said, Yes, that's him. Okay, <laughs> I like Trevor. And I was like, Do you remember who Tom is? Yeah, Tom. He has the girl, and we he we chased each other in the store. And I said, Okay, I'm glad you remember them. And he goes. Well, yeah, but Trevor is the one that rode with us, right? And I said, yes, Trevor's the one that rode with us. <laughs> I, I just think it's funny that he gets us mixed up all the time. Oh, he's, yeah, he's legit trying to keep it, remember who's who now. Yeah, but I mean, that, that shows learning. That's awesome. I like, uh, he had, oh, I won't say his name, but he has a kid in class that he has, Two of them have this. Uh huh. So we'll just say, like, his name's Connor. He has a Connor with a C and a Connor with a K. And so he's best friends with Connor with a C, but I always make up this weird name. Like, earlier this week, I'm like, hey, how's Coolidge with a C today? And he's like, Coolidge? Dad, it's Connor. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I know, I'm just teasing you. And he goes, you got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. I, I like to mix them up for him. But yeah, getting him thinking and reacting is one of my favorite things to do with him. Yeah. Just to I see mean, what any, he's going to say back to me. Anytime you have deductive reasoning with a kid is awesome. Yeah. That and he, uh, yeah, he loved, he loved, he he loves you and Trevor, comic comic book day and chasing down comics and stuff. Yeah, he has a blast with that. Yeah, the problem is I'm getting too old to chase his ass around. Uh, you're gonna have one here in a few years. You're gonna have to. Oh, I'm already falling behind on that one. <laughs> Wait till you have more. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see maybe this will take off and I can just hire a nanny and be like all the other degenerate parents. All right, go over there for a while. We'll see you in a bit. Mm -hmm. I love you when it's convenient. Yeah. That is really what it is. Or I'll just ignore you or the, what is it? The authoritarian. You have to be, my rules, no matter what, it doesn't matter if they make sense. You what rule by my 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 law, and then the passive like oh just do whatever you want. Apparently, in psychology, those are the two worst ways to raise a parent. But to raise a parent or raise a child, raise a, a, a child. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. But uh, authoritative. Is where you, um, like, you make up rules, but you tell them why. You engage with them, like, all that stuff is supposedly the best way, which I it kind of feel like it's kind of, like, a given at that point. 
Because, like, okay, you hate, like, take an adult. Okay, well, they're raising taxes. Well, why are you raising taxes? I don't know any of this. So, well, it's just going to be law. Yeah, you hate that. You hate that. But you're like, oh, we need, to, we need to raise this because of this and this and this because we're running a – okay, I don't like it, but I understand it. And so, we're doing it. We're taking your money. See ya. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I hate you then. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's the same thing. Like, it goes throughout all of life. If somebody ex- tries to explain, but, I mean, then you got the odd one where it doesn't want to be explained and nobody wants to listen. And, like, you give them proof and, like, that's not true. Um Okay. Like gravity pulls things down. No, it doesn't. It makes it go up. Uh, how do you argue with that? Since, since okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of some of those guys, I got some of those guys at work, and holy crap, some of their conversations is just fun mind, to listen to. Mind boggling. I feel my brain melting out sometimes. How can you think this? <laughs> yeah, well, it's just like it's kindergarten stuff. I, I I'm trying to remember what it was, but basically, <laughs> the they were trying to figure out gravity, and they're like, "Oh, if you drop a bowling ball and a golf ball, the bowling ball will hit first. No, they'll hit at the same time. Gravity doesn't get affected by weight. Like, you guys are dumb." Well, it what has about the, the same that... pull, it has the same pull, just one's gonna hit harder. Yeah, yeah. That, but so they they were trying to figure out gravity the other day, and you're like, oh my god! Except with a feather, that'll just float down. Yeah, they they came up with that one too, and like, oh, that it's because something else is acting upon it. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. It's weight and it catches air. <laughs> yeah, the the flow of air. But yeah, you just described a parachute. Good job. <laughs> yeah, but like having them figure it out, these grown ass men that are working on what we work on. I am scared for our industry. Hey, we're not going to get putting out very many good stakes lately. Yeah, no, they're going to be rotten, fall and. You're um, going to get some London broils that are going to be uh, Winchester broils. <laughs> I think that's still being generous. <laughs> Dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Guess that'll be the fun part of it, the random dad jokes. Yeah, I didn't even get that one, but okay. Isn't isn't. <laughs> I was trying to think of another uh, city in in England. Isn't Winchester? Isn't there a Winchester in England? Because London, England, Winchester. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, that one fell through. That one's bad. All right, I admit it. <laughs> bad dad huh. joke. Speaking of dad jokes, apparently uh, one of the gamer cons or whatever um, they had Kratos. Uh, the guy who voices Kratos do dad jokes. Yeah. And I guess he like started cracking up on one of them because he would do it in the Kratos voice like, boy. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, one of those forged in fire things Yeah, on social media where somebody's like, you need to make the 
what are they called? I've not played God of War. The chain was it the chains of destiny, the ones oh, the, the weapons that he usually has, or the dagger of destiny, or whatever, the ones that are connected by chains. Yeah, the the chain blades. Yeah, he said make those or make some axe that Kratos has, and he decided like through through social media they voted on this axe. So he built a life size axe and was gonna ship it to the or go and present it to the guy who voiced Kratos. I was like, that's actually really cool looking. <laughs> and it that was would be really cool. Is huge. <laughs> oh yeah. Well in the game it's huge. But it's like uh Milnir. Yeah. It, it it comes back to him just like his does. Oh, speaking of which, have you seen The Love and Thunder? No, that should be entertainment week, but yeah, I don't like it. Really? I, I, I was like, eh, about it, but my favorite part was his axe, and it's like, jealous girlfriend feel. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the whole thing. There's a couple decent parts with it, but overall, as a show, I thought it was garbage. Yeah. I don't know. I liked, I liked it. I felt like it kind of continued with the, the, with the other one, the uh, Ragnarok, but... Yeah, see, to not not delve too much, I guess, into entertainment week, but we could talk about it then. But felt it was yeah, no too goofy for Thor. Yeah, I felt like they had more like fun with it, but yeah. Um, so let's see. The oh, what were we gonna? Oh yeah, um, but I don't know if you had this yet with the kids, but like. Yeah, have you gotten the eyeball? Because like, I, I'm ta- I well, I'm t- like okay. So where we're at, I'm tatted. It's not as taboo as it used to be here. Yeah, it's still it still taboo. is a little taboo here, but not as. Yeah, but we we dress my girl up like a a girl, like that. She she's wearing pretty stuff, but then again, we also have like the watch your language, asshole. I'm a baby written on her shirt. <laughs> that's awesome and we got like the ninja turtle onesies the skull onesies like we try to go back and like forth like because i like to put her and stuff and my my wife may like make her very very girly very pretty which mm-hmm. i got no problem with like that i love her no matter what she's cute in anything but when she wears like the more girly stuff i get the weirdest looks <laughs> Cause you're because you're like well, yeah, because like that, yeah, I don't, I don't hide any of my stuff. I mean, I wear shorts year long, and people like when I pick up my kid and I start messing with her and playing with her, and she's just giggling and laughing. They're like, "Give me the dirtiest look here!" I'm like I, I, at one point, I'm like, you? "I'm just gonna, yeah, like that should not be your daughter. You should not have a child, sort of thing." I'm like, really? Are you judgmental beeps yeah that's still that's still the utah thing that's something i'd kind of like to discuss like maybe get a local tattoo artist or something and see their perspective of it too but yeah well i I know when when i was episode i guess there you go but no i understand it that's just like the stigma of utah it's still majority lds even though it's going the other way like it's being split more now but 
Yeah, well, it, well speaking of what, which of that stuff, we're just a side tangent, the tattoo thing. So, like, even my mind, I thought it was more taboo than it was because when I went to college, I was doing the public speaking, and, you know, I have to do uh, speeches every week. Uh-huh. Well, I was doing a presentation, and I was doing mine on, on tattoos and how they're done and all that stuff. And I asked the class, which was about 30 people, and I'm like, okay, so I raise a hand. Who has a tattoo? All but one person raised their hand. I'm like, holy crap, I am wrong. I My, my thought process was wrong on this. But the thing is, is I'm like, okay, that's really cool. Would anybody like to show the story of why they have a tattoo? Because most things, re- uh, like, you have to have, like, not you really have to have one. I mean, I got some r- pretty random stuff, but they have yeah. meaning behind it. But, like, you know, people are like, oh, get a dove or a swallow or blue jays or something. Because one of their loved ones died. Or, like, they, they usually have some meaning. Nobody wanted to talk about it. So I feel like it's still taboo, and people just want to hide it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But I, I feel like that's kind of like the running theme of Utah is like people want to have their freedoms, but it's so shown. They don't want to be judged. Yeah, because judging here is hardcore. Yeah, but it I- is. You, you never of, know. You never know how bad it is until you live in another state. Yeah. Well, and then so or that, you're not a part. You're not a part of the, you know, the religious belief. But yeah, yeah you we, never know until you experience something different. Which brings me back to the kid thing, which makes me fear. And I hopefully my kid knows that she can come to me with anything. But we have one of the highest suicide rates of kids and teenagers. In the nation. Mm-hmm. That is scary. And most of it's because of religion. And being gay or transgender. Because that is another thing that's super taboo. I mean, there is a couple of people I work with that came out as gay. I'm like, wow, you hit it well. And they're like, well, I had to. Because it was either that or like, and I mean, even in their aspect, like I met this guy's uh, mom. She was really cool, and he he thought he she was going to be shunned forever from her, and like that's just not the type of person she would be. But having that around you all the time causes yeah. that fear. See, and it's good to know that from another side. Then you know how to help. So I don't want to like help teach your kid to not be the judgmental side. It's like, yeah. so knowing your side, I can now go, you know, better explain to my kid, my kids, hey, we don't do, you know, everybody's the same. It doesn't matter what they look like. You know, they might like something different. They might be taller than you. They might be skinnier than you. You know, they might have bigger feet than you, whatever. It's like, you're, you're all the same. You might have some of the, you know, the most biggest things in common. You most, you both must, you know, really love art or love music or something, whatever, like, find a common ground and be their friend doesn't matter to me it shouldn't matter religious belief shouldn't matter you know ethnicity whatever yeah well and, i mean we, we all have a bunch of differences too that's what makes us unique but yeah uh-huh. we all bleed red it doesn't matter where we're from i mean unless you got some weird 
weird thing with your blood and you get like purple or blue or some something but yeah like we're all like you said we're all basically we're all human beings and we're all trying to be loved and find our place in the world so one so one of my favorite illustrations i've seen is it had uh five skeletons on it mm-hmm. and one of them said male one of them said female one of them said a Caucasian, one said, you know, Asian, and one said uh, an African-American. And you look at it, and they're all a skeleton, and it's like, okay, how do you tell otherwise that they're different? They're not different. We're the same. Same, yeah. stru- same structure. Just because you have a different outward appearance doesn't mean you're different on the Appe- inside. Appearance? Yep, appearance. I'm coming up with new words. <laughs> it's okay, I do that all the time. <laughs> But it, it's all the same. You're all the yeah. same. Like your skeletons look the same. So how are you gonna hate one of these when they look just like you? Yeah. Which, if we have an uh, anthropologist listening to us at all, we know there are a lot of differences. We've watched Bones. <laughs> but yeah, uh, th- not yeah. me. I I get what you're saying. But yeah, I mean, but if you really like, there's a scientist of that. So, but yeah. we get it, but it, it's a metaphor. Just leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if I offended someone. I, you know, <laughs> or I'm making your, your so my wife crawl because I read it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, my wife's like, you know, there's some things that you guys have said that have already probably could have offended people. I'm like, honestly, good. I mean, we're here for our opinions. Like, we don't want to hide and hide what we say to not offend like there there's too much of that going on if if you want to listen to our opinion cool we appreciate it if not i get it you don't have to listen to us yeah that's fine and it's your 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 chances of making everybody happy is slim to none right I, i feel like you're no matter what you do or talk about you're gonna offend someone somewhere oh yeah Easily, especially nowadays. But I mean, like, I'm not trying but to. But there's like, got to be, guys. there's like got to be opposition in everything. In order for somebody to understand how you know much they like something, they got to understand how much what they, they don't. don't like something else. Yeah, well, like that. My whole thing is, you do that, do do that. But if somebody like you don't like somebody else, don't make their life living hell. Yeah, ignore them. Say I don't want to deal with you. My like, please leave me alone. Exactly. And, but the the on the other side, people have to like take that and like, no, you have to like me. Don't be like that either. Like that. If somebody doesn't like him, respect their wishes. Uh huh. Like, you know, you, you don't, don't, don't have to listen to it. Well, yeah, you don't have to be liked by everybody. I mean, I th- I feel like that's kind of our our problem, especially with social media in our generation is that like Instagram and all that other stuff, you're going for the likes and all that stuff. And a lot of people scroll through it and they like your stuff, but they don't actually like it. They don't put the heart and stuff on like that. And so like you post something and you get uh, say a hundred likes or a thousand likes or hearts or whatever. Well, the next one you do, you only get 800. Well, why this one get a, a thousand and this one 800. And honestly, uh-huh. that, that's why I stopped social media with my art, because I fell into this. And it was like, well, what, I need to do something more drastic. 
And then you got all these people that are showing less and less clothing, if not naked photos on the internet because they want to be liked. Uh-huh. And instead of holding to their integrity and realizing that's not how social media fully works. Yeah, how many of those it, people it, it, do it, you see a day? How many of those people do you see in your regular life? Yeah. Like those are the people that should matter. But we also a society the more likes you get, the more you get paid with advertisements and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's catch twenty two. Speaking of which, if you like our podcast, go ahead and follow it on uh, Spotify. <laughs> yeah, that, that thing. <laughs> if you don't like it, that's cool too. We we still appreciate you for listening us listening to us, giving us bitch a shot. And, yeah, bitch and moan about random stuff. And just so you know, we're working hard to make this better. It's just a bunch of, you know, dudes are trying to figure it out. So, some appreciate you, those who are sticking around and listening to us being dumb and stupid. And those of us, you know, if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's fine. But we appreciate those who do. Yeah. And Everybody we are giving us a chance to. Yes. And we are still learning. We will eventually find our full voice at one point. We're putting things, like you said, we, we've we've taken some criticisms and put them in, and we're trying to work them in and make this something more, a little more entertaining to try to hit everybody, so, or as after many I people just, as we can, so. After I just made that spiel. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's funny. Don't listen to Tom. Follow us and like us. I, I'm just a cynic. <laughs> Or if you feel like you have a suggestion or something you'd like to hear us talk about, we have set up an email at the Dueling Monkeys Pod at Gmail. Go yes. ahead and shoot an email to it. And, and we'll try even, to if, it. So, even if you give us a topic we know nothing about, we will try and understand it and try and still give us our give your opinion on us. And, or we'll look like Reverse fools it. trying to do it. <laughs> yeah, most likely that'll happen. <laughs> and... We'll try to have Trevor here on them too. So, uh, to maybe Trevor down on it. So, what? We'll have to threaten him to hog time and bring him in. Yep. <laughs> you hear that, Trevor? We're looking for you. Yay!